Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. I'll be talking about taking charge of your life and overcoming procrastination today. You only have one life to live, so it should be the best life that you could live. Albert Einstein said, Your imagination is everything. It is a preview of life's coming attractions. So I ask you, have you taken time to imagine what your future could be like? Can you imagine your life with you in charge of your every day and not putting off things until tomorrow? Have you written down what you want your life to be like and then found pictures of it so you can put them on your mirror, your refrigerator, or on your dream board? Are you living your life on purpose with self-respect and a strategy for continued growth? Or are you just floating through life, letting your day unfold as it may, with other people controlling you and your day? If that's you, have you ever wanted to just break free of those self-imposed or other-imposed cages of a passive and complying existence so that the real you the victorious person living on the inside of you can begin to take charge of your life? Well, today's the day to decide to open the door of that cage so that you can step into a bright future that includes freedom, success, and victory. There are two things in regards to taking control of your life that I would like us to look at today. The first is to make time in your daily schedule to calm and clear your mind so that you can imagine what your life can be like. Jeremiah 33.3 tells us to call unto God and He will answer us and show us great and mighty things that we don't know. God created us in such a way that we have the ability to create and see things in our mind first. And then again, when they are manifested in the physical realm. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. In other words, we are to fix our eyes on the unseen things that God has said are true for our lives, on His promises his plans, and his vision for our life. God has already equipped us to imagine big things because Holy Spirit, the spirit of creativity, lives on the inside of us if we are born again by asking Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. The second thing I would like just to look at are sheep and compare their habits to the way we live our lives. For self-preservation, Sheep always remain with their herd. Any desire for adventure or exploration or even food and water are instinctively overpowered by the knowledge that danger lurks beyond the shepherd and the protective circle of the group. So I ask you this. Do you see yourself as someone who takes control of their life by using their imagination so that you can make things happen because the word tells you you cannot fail? 
Or do you see yourself as a sheep who has set limitations on yourself or allows others to control your life by setting your boundaries and limits? When you let others control your life, you place your future in their hands. You give up your right to make choices that benefit you and your families, and you stifle all opportunity for growth. Mark Twain said, I can teach anybody how to get what they want in life. The problem is, I can't seem to find anybody who can tell me what they truly want. This comes back to the fact that without using your imagination, you have no goals, no priorities, and no life strategy of your own. You simply drift with the herd through an endless meadow of mediocrity, unable to break loose so that you can achieve even a small part of the dreams that you once cherished. If you see yourself as a take charge kind of person, I say drive on. Be the encouraging example of those around you. However, if you see yourself as more of a sheep kind of person, you don't have much hope for a bright future. But God, we can thank God that we can change. I encourage you today, right now, to decide that you're going to remove the self-imposed limitations and go for the life that God created you to live. You can learn to manage your own life, to dream great dreams, and then establish a plan to pursue your own goals and dreams so that you can leave the herd behind. You can learn how to take a stand for yourself. You can learn to say no to the good things and yes to the best things so that you can think and act for yourself instead of being told what to do and when to do it. The good news is that you can change a sheep mentality. Any control of your life that you've given to someone else can be retrieved so that you can take command of your own destiny with God's help and His direction. Jeremiah 29:11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. You can rise to the challenge of your own unique dreams and abilities to shape your life and seek the kind of future that you find fulfilling. Ephesians 2.10 tells us, For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. From this verse, we can see that we can ask God to help us make the necessary choices and decisions to take charge of our life so that we can create a new direction for our lives by creating a new strategy that gives us a sense of purpose and fulfillment. Most people don't like change because it takes them out of their comfort zone. However, change in life is a given. The reality of the world around us is that it's always changing. Seasons usually change every three months unless you live in the tropics or in the tundra. So we need to embrace change because it helps us grow. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. We can't deny change when it comes to our lives, and we can't stop making choices to change and grow or we become stagnant in life. 
The only way we can prevent ourselves from being overwhelmed and take authority over the forces that come against us is to settle our mind and our emotions beforehand by focusing on the Word of God, believe in the power of Holy Spirit inside of us, and believe we are who the Word of God says we are. We also need to take every negative, debilitating thought about ourselves captive to the will of God, like 2 Corinthians 10.5 tells us to do. When we do that, we can defeat the negative, conflicting voices in our mind and those around us. Our self-talk is the most important voice that we listen to. So we need to say positive things about ourselves. We only need to say what the Word of God says about us. Once we discover who God has created us to be according to the Word of God, then we can build our confidence and courage to take control of our dreams and our future by speaking the Word of God. Let's take a few minutes and address the consequences of just letting change happen without your active involvement. When you don't take the initiative to make change in your life and you only react when change comes, you are giving up control of your life to someone else or to outside forces. When you lose your individual self-rule and your freedom of choice, then frustration, isolation, aggravation, and violence are the result. If you don't manage yourself, then by default, either circumstances or other people will manage you. In order to clarify your personal life values, what you believe in and what you stand for, you need to create your own life strategy for change and growth. Then you can integrate them into your daily routines. You also need to have an understanding that self-management or self-discipline is key to help you fulfill your strategy. As you create your strategy for personal growth and change so that you can fulfill the call of God on your life, you'll be the one taking control of your life instead of allowing others to control you. Knowing your values and acting upon them means that you have become your own person, your own boss, and you've taken control of the direction of your own life. Now, change is never easy or simple because it requires us to get out of our normal comfort zone. It requires us to make a decision to change, make a strategy to change, and then discipline ourselves to implement the daily disciplines to make the change happen. What is really involved in change is not the releasing of your true self, but the making of a new self, one that gradually transcends the limitations of the old way of thinking about your life. On the other hand, if you're a person who practices self-discipline when things don't go as expected, you have the resources to adjust your plans, to take new circumstances into account, and move forward from there. All kinds of adversities can be turned into advantages if we'll be willing to take responsibility to make them happen. When we manage ourselves, we discover more completely what we want for our lives. We discover our potential, our priorities, our needs, and our wants far more clearly, and this knowledge usually brings us a greater sense of freedom and security. When you know yourself and take control of your life, you can tolerate a higher level of uncertainty than when you allow others to control you. You can deal more successfully with anxiety and conflict because you are sure of your own capabilities. 
When this happens, you can enjoy change instead of resisting it, and you can be more confident in unknown situations. The second part of Hebrews 13.5 says, For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. You can face tomorrow without fear because whatever it may bring, you know Holy Spirit is with you and you can have confidence in His power inside of you. Your self-confidence is eroded every time you put yourself completely in someone else's hands. Every time you ask permission or report to someone else or apologize unnecessarily. On the other hand, self-confidence is increased every time you ask yourself rather than someone else what you should do with your life. When you take responsibility for and control of your life, it reinforces your value and the purpose of your life, which results in a greater realization of your competence and self-worth. Let's move on to procrastination. Procrastination is one of the most common and the most deadliest habits, and it takes a heavy toll on your success and happiness. Psalms 90 verse 12 in the English Standard Version says, So teach us to number our days, that we may get a heart of wisdom. And the Contemporary English Version says, Teach us to use wisely all the time we have. One of my goals for this year is to seize the day every day and make the most of my time every day, which means I have to quit putting things off until tomorrow. I'm reminding myself on a daily basis of Benjamin Franklin's wise advice of never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. This is a favorite quote of self-disciplined people, and we've probably all said it to ourselves or to our children. Although we acknowledge this great truth, we've probably said or thought, never do today that which you can put off until tomorrow, and then we probably laugh about it. Have you been like me at times and said, I'll get to that project tomorrow, or I'll do this or that tomorrow? And fortunately, there is no tomorrow. It can only be found on the calendar of fools. Tomorrow for them is the day when they will begin that journey toward success and riches. Tomorrow is the day that they will start that exercise program. They'll work harder. They'll change their habits. They'll repay old debts. They'll apply for a better job. And the list goes on and on. But as you know, Tomorrow never comes, and the people that have so much potential and promise for their life waste it with procrastination. I'm sure you know people that put off doing things with their life by saying, when I get here, then I'll do this or that. If you're a procrastinator, you would probably confess that you would rather not live with all the anxiety that accompanies putting things off as a way of life. You may find yourself postponing many tasks that you want to accomplish today because you think you don't have time to do it today. Procrastination is a habit that can be overcome if you will discipline yourself to take action on one thing at a time and stick with it until it's finished instead of saying, I know I should do this, but I'll get around to it later. Your putting it off attitude is difficult to blame on outside forces because it's your choice. It's all yours, both the putting off and the stress you endure as a result of it. 
Have you ever noticed the hardest work to do today is the work that you should have done yesterday? When you put things off today, it simply means you're undone, not just postponed. If you feel that you put things off and procrastinate doing the things you know you should do, it's really an escape from living the present moment to the fullest. Many times we tell ourselves, I just don't feel like doing it right now, while we sit in front of the TV for the entire evening, or we spend hours reading something on our phones or our laptops. However, when you decide to quit being moved by your feelings and stop procrastinating so you can take charge of your life, you automatically have motivation to get the job done. A simple decision to move, to get up and finish the project you've started is a point of victory in your life. Be courageous about undertaking an activity that you've been avoiding. One act of courage cannot eliminate all fear. Stop telling yourself that you must do it perfectly before you start and remind yourself that doing it is far more important than doing it perfectly. If you want your world to change, don't complain about it. Do something about it. Rather than using up your present moments with all kinds of immobilizing anxieties and doubt over what you're putting off, take charge of your negative attitude and live in the now. Be a doer, not a wisher. Success and procrastination are totally incompatible. If you plan to change your habits this year and make your plans succeed, you must discipline yourself to take responsibility for your life and stop putting things off. Today's the day to seize the moment. Seize the day! Because at the end of the year, you don't want to look back and say, I wish I would have done so and so. You want to change your habits this year because if you don't, this year will be like last year, and then next year will be like this year. Before you know it, you'll be at the end of your life with a bag full of wishes and should-haves. You can celebrate big and small accomplishments in every area of your life every day by learning to just do it now. Then you will walk in victory every day of your life. Remember, God has created you to win. He loves you. He's not mad at you, but He's mad about you. For more resources to live the victorious life, visit my website, luciaclaiborne.com, and join me again next week as we continue our series on habits and how to live every day on purpose.